it comes down to a willingness to want to grow and evolve like a recognition that okay I'm in a place right now where the women in my life aren't exactly I'm not getting exactly what I want or need so I one have to do my own work and two a willingness to go out and find them What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And today is a very special, special episode. I'm actually in Tulum, Mexico. If you've been following me along on Instagram at the Melissa Martin, you have been seeing that I am here with five other incredible, incredible women that I am so fortunate to call my amazing soul sisters and friends. And actually, we all met through a business mastermind and we've made these trips, pretty much a regular occurrence in our friendship and our relationship, whether we're meeting up for our mastermind or we're traveling to Sedona, we're here in Tulum, we have some other trips planned. And it's just been something that has really anchored our friendship and allowed us to go deeper in our personal relationships. And it's impacted our businesses as well. And I've gotten so many DMs from women asking like, how do I cultivate deep female friendships? Like I'm on this path of transformation, whether you're transforming in your business or your personal life and really craving deeper connection with women. So we thought it would be fun while we're here in Tulum to sit down press record and really share the behind the scenes of what it looks like to cultivate deep connection with women. Now, this is not your typical podcast episode with perfect sound quality and amazing, you know, like editing. We are literally in the jungle. We're in this amazing mansion, this castle in Tulum, where we were sitting outside on a palapas with birds chirping and cars going by and sounds of the ocean and people talking. So if you are expecting a perfectly curated, high quality sounding podcast episode, you might not want to listen to this one because that's not what it is. But if you are looking for something that is super real and raw and is going to help you transform the way you look at yourself, the relationships that you're cultivating in your life and what's really possible, then tune in for the next hour and make sure that you give every single one of these amazing women a follow. Make sure you follow them on Instagram, check out their podcasts, and please share this episode because I know that there are other women in your communities that need to hear this message. So today I am sitting down and I'm chatting with my good friend, Jen Kennedy, my friend, Jess Glazer, Taylor Simpson, Lauren Salon, and Samantha Kozak. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Let's dive in. In order to really truly cultivate a friendship in relationships with like this, with people who lift us up in life and business and our relationships and our spiritual journey, how do you, how, how has all of us said goodbye to the people who haven't? Because in order to open up space for this right here, we had to do some work to open up the space for this. I'll go. So this is Melissa. So I think for me, like it really came down. The first step for me was just self-awareness and just really noticing how I was starting to feel 
in some of my relationships and where I wasn't being fully honest with myself about the value exchange of where I was at and the things that I valued and maybe compromising a little bit on what my values were as they evolve over time. Um, you know, because I'd been friends with this person for a really long time, but if I got honest with myself, I started to notice things that just were happening in the context of a relationship that were out of my value system. So things like gossip, things like drama, negative energy, that as I started to do my own work, I started to notice became like less in alignment, I guess you could say. So for me, the first step in cultivating amazing female relationships was becoming highly aware Mm -hmm. of how I was feeling in the energetics of the people that were already in my Mm -hmm. life and noticing like what felt good and what didn't and then taking ownership for making those shifts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're all so much more spiritually aware now, like aware of ourselves, I guess. Like, how did you know that you weren't aware? Like that you weren't like there? I think, well, I started realizing that I was unhappy. Like I just, I knew that like things in my life weren't working. I wasn't Mm -hmm. feeling happy. I wasn't excited. I wasn't fulfilled. And I think the old me would have tried to blame my friends Mm -hmm. or blame my partner for the reason why I was unhappy. But I started to see like the same patterns repeat, like the same girlfriend would like, not the actual same, but like the same archetype, the same type of person kept showing up in my life over and over. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize like, okay, that I'm the common denominator, Mm -hmm. right? So if I really want things to change, it's not about changing, you know, my girlfriends per se, it's about what am I attracting and how can I take ownership for that? Yeah. Yeah. Something, this is Lauren, something for me that was like a, a, a sad, but transitional moment, um, early in my entrepreneurial journey, I was like hustling, building my business. And this was when I was building a network marketing business and noticed that a lot of my friends from maybe high school, college, that sort of thing were not supportive and, and not willing to, you know, it doesn't have to look exactly how I want it to look that kind of support and stuff like that, but we're almost like resistant or like, uh, against or antagonist antagonistic with with what I was doing and so realizing oh this is like even though like that person was like in my wedding or we were best friends for this long or whatever it was realizing friendships like certain relationships certain friendships are not meant to last forever yeah you know mm-hmm. like there's certain chapters and seasons and lessons that we get from certain relationships yeah. so being able to have you know look back on those relationships with love and compassion and also be able to let go of them in the present was a big um, lesson that also like it has sadness to it and I think a lot of freedom too yeah yeah Yeah. Taylor here and it it, like those kind of relationships to allow you to see like what was the gift in it Mm -hmm. like why was that person in my life even if it was 10 years 20 years like what what was the reason what were they teaching me this whole contract that they were meant to be my life for and looking as a gift and say, no, we agreed to be friends during this time period, whether whatever you taught me, appreciate that. And thank you. So contracts over, which allows you to then hold space for welcoming someone new to replace that, that energy because we can only hold so much for a newer aligned person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Samantha here. Um, For me, it was, I was the odd person out every, my whole entire big circle group of friends were all, you know, they're either doctors, lawyers, they had corporate jobs, they were getting married, having kids. And I'm over Mm -hmm. here, entrepreneur. And every time I would even have like a launch or creating a new digital product or something like that, you know, I'd kind of tell people about it and they'd just be like, 
oh, that's so cute. And I was like, oh, by the way, Johnny Boy did this and blah, 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 getting married over here. Like, I just had no, I could never have conversations about what I was doing. And I didn't have that support. And it just felt like no one almost like took like me on, seriously. Like, I'm like, oh, when's Sam going to like grow up and get yeah, a job? Yeah, like, join yeah. the club of like yeah. getting married and yeah. all of that. So for me, that's when I woke up and I was like, I don't want anything that what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. I'm on this path of yeah, like, I yeah, know yeah. what I can create. Yeah. And that's when I, I literally picked up, changed my life and actually moved out of that city and started yeah. over. Wow. That was my yeah. second time. Yeah. Like you physically had to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just here. So I think one of the things also is just, there are certain people that we're all talking about kind of like walking away, leaving, letting go. But then there are certain people that kind of sort of stay in your life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. for me, it was like setting the expectation, my own, my energetic boundaries. So when I'm going to be with that person or those people for a weekend, I go into it knowing like, okay, so this weekend we might talk about the glory days in high school and I can't get mad or triggered, Mm -hmm. but like, that is what I do with these people. Yes. And I'm gonna love on them so for good. that. And then when I leave, like I can't be angry if we didn't have these higher level conversations because yes. then I have women like you yeah. that my intention here is very, very different. So for me, there are still people in my life that I am still connected to yes. where I just have to set myself up when mm. I go into it and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is what it's gonna be, and that's okay. And yeah. that's what we do together, and that's how I love them. And that's how I'm gonna spend my energy. I mm-hmm. absolutely agree with that because yeah. I I this is Lauren. I had yeah, friendships that you're like, oh, but I I love these people so much and I absolutely want them in my life and when I'm with them I notice that like yeah we're not having those same kind of deep conversations that really energize me and like support me in moving forward whether that's business personal spiritual you name it but like you don't want like you don't have to cut everyone out of your life it's not like helping you get forward right and and same with what Jess just said like what Taylor said as well like seeing the gift in these relationships and what they add to you because it's yeah. it can be like oh time to just like be silly and yeah. play and yeah. laugh and giggle and unplug and mm-hmm. that's great and for myself like I knew there were certain friends that I would love having that time with and if I spent too much time mm-hmm. with them again my own boundaries nothing bad was happening in these relationships but if I spent too much time I would be like ah crap like I should have one of those nights I should have stayed home and worked or I should have yeah. done xyz and so it was recognizing what boundaries were supportive for me and being like, okay, with these friends or this group, like it's twice a week max, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I say no, because then I will feel guilty for my own boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. That was exactly how it was. Like I realized that there were certain groups of people, friends, family, everything that, that served a different role in my life. Like I don't want to talk about business 24 seven. That would be exhausting. I'm a human first. And so I have friends that I don't go talk about business and I have friends and Mm -hmm. even us, like how long have we been together now? Four or five days. Mm -hmm. If I'm even count keeping track, (laughs) you're like, no, it's been one. We have not, we have not taught maybe one business conversation that we've had maybe, you know? And so it's, it's important to know that like many people in your life, they're not, they're not meant to have those conversations and you're not meant to have those conversations all the time. Like you're not meant to talk about the glory days of high school and live in the past 24 seven, but you're also not meant to talk about your, you know, spiritual or business journey 24 Mm seven. And so, yeah, those boundaries are, are great for everyone Mm -hmm. because a lot of the people that if you want them in your life, it's not fair to expect that your high school friends or your college friends can actually understand what it means to build a business. And and we often have this like expectation of, oh, well, you're my friend, so you should care and you should want to do this. But it's like, no, they they don't know what mm-hmm. life is like. Just like you don't know what it's like to be a lawyer. Yeah. And so having those 
those conversations or those boundaries or setting those expectations is really important. So this is Melissa. So how do you set those expectations? Because I'm sure there's some people listening going, okay, that's great. But mm -hmm. like, I have expectations of how I want to show up in a friendship, right? And I would expect for my friends to treat me the same. Because I know for me personally and in, in female or any relationship, really, not just female relationships, like, I have an expectation of how I would show up in the relationship of like mm. how I would communicate or how I would support or how I would want to spend time together. And then I, I know for me, I've got caught up in the cycle of expecting the same in return mm. and not getting it and then feeling like hurt by that. Right. So I think in the context of personal really mm -hmm. uh, like romantic relationships, maybe it's a little bit easier for you to communicate your expectations, right. Cause you're in that container. But like when it comes to female friendships, how do you talk about how you like expect to be supported or how you want yeah. to be supported? Yeah. I think it's like, just like you would in a romantic relationship. Like if you, if it's a conscious friendship, right? There's some friendships where you couldn't have that conversation because the person wouldn't receive it, but it's like, oh no, like, you know, it, it could go said or unsaid, but it's almost one of those things like, Hey, I want to support you in this thing. What can I do to support you? Mm -hmm. And then naturally, if you ask how you can support someone, they're going to usually say, great, like in the future, how can I support you? And if it's not there, yeah. that's where if you have the concerts friendship to have that conversation of like, hey, I'm feeling a little drained. I'm feeling like this is one sided. Like, yes. is this a story I'm telling myself? Is this real? Um, and that person might just never have been a conscious relationship where it's an equal balance. It could be a wound from not being an equal balance. And so for me, it's like having a conversation just like I would with a romantic partner. Yeah. And again, some people won't get that and which is fine. Um, personally, I just, I don't have those people in my life just as energetic for like reasons, but yeah, like you just kind of have to have the conversation. That's yeah. what we were talking about this morning. Like, yeah. what was it? An expectation is a promise that was never made or a yeah. promise that was never broken. Yeah. Like you're, it's not, it's communication. So mm -hmm. if you have an expectation that you haven't actually voiced, yeah. like that's on you. And I think also just like reading the room energy, like you can tell if someone's like disinterested in what you're talking about. And if you're yeah. babbling on and on about something and they're like starting to Glazed. slip away, yeah. you're like, oh, right. Okay. Back to you. What's going on? How can I support you? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what do you need from me? Yeah. And I think that's really, that's huge, but expectations are tricky. Too. Yeah. Don't assume yeah. someone's going to mm. support you back. Yeah. Cause that's like, you know, assumption hangover yeah. is yes. like the worst way to like, go about things because if you expect them to do something or you assume that they heard you or you assume they're thinking the same way as you, right? A month, days, whatever go by and they don't meet that, it's like only a loss for you. For you. Yeah. They, they don't know. So it's not fair to them mm -hmm. to not know. Yeah. That's where the communication comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also think though that like if you, I think you know, like there are some people like, you know, some of my really good friends that I, I, I would never have a conversation of expectation around like, I need you to support me in my business mm -hmm. or my relationship because they don't have the ability to support me in my business or my relationship. Mm -hmm. And so those people, yeah. I love them. We've gone through every single phase of life together. And that just means that I see them three, four times a year. And when I do, like, it's, it's a great time. It's a lot of fun. And we just, we just, we just have fun. That's it, you know? And so some people, there, I, I don't even know, maybe one person I've had the conversation of, of something along the lines of like, hey, I really don't feel aligned with gossiping with about people. So like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. 
like that was like a one conversation I've had, but everyone else is just kind of natural. But I'm like, all right, so you are for the purpose of this friendship is this, yeah. the purpose of it. Like, and it's just kind of that thing that I think that we just know. Mm-hmm. And the people that haven't served me at all or don't serve me anymore, they're just been they're just not in my life anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Samantha here. And what I kind of started doing over the last couple of years. So when I moved new friends, I was kind of more conscious of the people I was surrounding myself with at this point. And yeah, of course, I had some friends that still weren't entrepreneurs and stuff like that when I moved. But what I did start doing is I, I tapped into, okay, what's the energy when I do hang out with them? And I noticed some of these friends, amazing women, just different life paths. Um, so there were times where I could hang out with them or couldn't hang out with them because I didn't want to tap into that energy. But what I also noticed started happening is as I started talking more about my spirituality, or they would see the stuff I would post on Instagram, over the past couple of years, they've shifted mm-hmm. and learned into that as well. Mm-hmm. So I had some of the girl, some girlfriends that never dabbled into spirituality, the feminine, masculine, all that sort of stuff. But now today, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. They're the ones now that when I do have a launch, they come over, bring me flowers, congratulate mm-hmm. me, support me. Like they're just completely different. So sometimes it does take time time for mm-hmm. people to just wake up it's yeah. like waking up that consciousness level and just send them love and sometimes just sprinkling that stuff into relation the conversations too so for example a couple of my girlfriends had even asked me you know just about my business and everything like that and I just like dropped in and I was like yeah well you know I I needed more support with my business and just to have these conversations about business so that's why I joined a mastermind so I can make new new friends to help support me through this and then they were like oh well well, we could have more conversations about that. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's just even just like having the conversation, yeah. the yes. communication. Yeah. Is yeah. But not having the expectation mm-hmm. that they're going exactly to, cause mm-hmm. I mean, I've had friends now that are like, wait a second, hold on. What do you do? And like, and now years later, yes. right. but mm-hmm. if I, two years ago would have been like, God, I just need you to come along with me. I need uh-huh. you to understand mm-hmm. then it's, it's not healthy. Not that's, work. that's not healthy yeah. at all. And mm-hmm. so just, just knowing that the right people will, will come with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And having faith that you're then gonna make other friends yeah. along the way. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. we've touched on like feeling feeling the energy of how how you feel when you're around certain people people whether that's in the moment or afterwards. I would love if like we could all share kind of how we feel that because so many people I think who maybe are less in tune with with mm-hmm. that kind of stuff are like okay cool that sounds like yeah and how do I like feel the energy of of these people like and the effect it has on me um and I I know for me it's like yeah in the moment like what do I tend to think about like that kind of stuff am I present all of that and then afterwards is it are you feeling energized and relaxed or Mm. like a little anxious and stuff like that what do you guys yeah definitely like 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 body to that energy yeah yeah like I can I can sense like immediately if it's going to be like a matching frequency conversation um, and then when you feel like it's like in my gut or in my heart, right? And then not from a place of like judgment, like I need to leave this conversation because they're below me. It's like, oh, we're going to talk about the weather, which is fine, but I'm going to talk about it for five minutes or like anything else, honor that and then leave the conversation in like a, a loving, graceful way. Um, but yeah, for me, it's definitely like my gut or my heart will know immediately on like, okay, which direction this is going and, you know, love whichever direction it goes, but yeah. then leave when I feel called to and not like mm-hmm. have to explain myself why I'm leaving yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Well, I think all that people pleasing. Yeah. 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 So, like, you know, ending the conversation is just like a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I definitely get like body feels of like comfort and safe container where it's mm -hmm. like I can share and I can be myself and there's no judgment and like that guilt and shame kind of lifts. And then in the head, it's more excitement inspired, higher thought levels, higher questions, um, ideas, definitely like that stuff mm -hmm. pops in. Feeling like alive afterwards mm -hmm. versus drained. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or burdened. Oh my gosh, for sure. Light. Like I'm not carrying anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to carry stuff. And I love what you said, Taylor, about like being like being okay leaving the conversation. And Jenny yeah. mentioned like the yeah. getting over your people pleaser because that's something that I I always feel like such a freak, and we probably all do in a certain way of like when you just say like no, like mm -hmm. a strong no, or being like you know what, I think I'm done talking about this. And then you go on to a new conversation, which is so weird because no, people no, like, don't tie. normally do that. Yeah. It's like yeah. you like stick it out and you go through these conversations that you might be like, Ugh, like, when is this going to end? But it's like the moment I feel that switch, I'm like, oh, I'm disconnecting and I don't have patience anymore. Okay, I think I'm done. Let's yeah. talk about something yeah. else. Like you can have those boundaries yeah. and say no or ask to talk about something else or yeah. switch, mm -hmm. what, you know, whatever you need. And yeah. I think it's also a fine balance too with like having compassion for someone else and listening, you know, being yeah. a good listener and holding space for other people. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, only like disservice in the other person too. If you stay like in the relationship or in the conversation that it, like, if you're not fully in it, if you're like pretending to be like 80% and you're like, well, I don't want to leave and like hurt their feelings. Really, you're actually like making yeah. it worse people yeah. feel you by being... dumping your 80% energy yeah. onto them. And in the end, it's it's better for everyone to be like, oh, mm, like, yeah. you know, there's a win-win if I walk away in like a graceful way. Because mm -hmm. if I stay here, it's only going to enable them mm -hmm. to continue to to be in like a lower frequency. Yeah, mine's, I it's, my gut always knows, right? Like, and it's, it's less of the conversation and it's more of what gets on my calendar. Like I always say, like, if, if, if there's something on my calendar and I look at it and it's not a hell yes, then it needs to be an absolute no. Yeah. Like it needs to be gone or I need to then set the boundary before it ever gets in my calendar. Like mm -hmm. I always say my time is the most, it's the one thing that we can never get back yes. ever mm -hmm. and we can never buy more of it. And yes. so it's the most precious thing on this planet. And so my calendar, my time is only filled with people who really do lift me up and like lift my energy up and then mm -hmm. are a match for me. Mm -hmm. And that will make me like happier, more fulfilled, everything. It's just, so if, if somebody invites me to a party and my, my gut is like, uh, then it's a hell no. Yeah. Even if my husband wants to go, I'm like, go without me. That's okay. Yeah. But if it's on my calendar, I'm like, yes, I'm so excited about that, that I, that I need to be there. And then I just have the conversations with the people that align at the time. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a hard time being like, yeah, I'm going to go find my husband or like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go out front and just take a breath of fresh air. Um, but it's really just like monitoring that on my calendar. Like if, if I get invited to a baby shower of somebody who I went to high school with, but like, I see it on my calendar and I'm like, oh yeah, you got anxiety about that, huh? I yeah. can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> right like that right there if I'm it's like I'm like oh it's a baby shower like we're doing this yes okay great then I like even if I air quotes should, should go because she's been in my life for 15 years I I say no and I send a gift if I want to and then that's it and guess what they typically get pissed but I'm like all right well guess what I guess this is just gonna be the end of that like I'm okay with that like I'm, I'm not going to a wedding or a baby shower or anything just because I should it's like am I does this light me up if it doesn't light me up then it's a hell no yeah I love that I love yeah. that you shared that right there. Like the, this, this goes back into like the boundaries thing. And, you know, to the earlier point, like for me, when I walk in a room, like there are just certain people that you meet that you're just like, you feel like it's like a soul recognition. Like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I've known you forever. You're like, hi, oh my God, I'm so excited to talk to you. 
got you. And then there's other people where you're like, okay, check the box. There's like, literally we're dead fish. There's nothing here. Cold fish, <laughs> like, like, right? It's like, it's just like cold fish. Like there's just nothing. Right. But cold, um, cold but you know what I'm talking about? It's just kind of like, okay, Flat. like, Flat. Yeah. so the one thing, I, one thing is, I think in those situations, it's having knowing like good transitional phrases of like, okay, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm glad we had this conversation. There's so many other people here that I'm excited to meet. So I'm gonna go have another great conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. Like, yes. no, like having some good transitions, mm-hmm. and or knowing question, like asking better questions can oftentimes help you lead to a deeper connection. So instead of just talking about the weather, like, what are you excited about right now? Tell me something that you're navigating through. Like what, what is something that most people don't know about you? It can mm-hmm. act, can help. Like if you're in you're a so situation where yeah, she is I'm so like, well, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I try not to judge a book by its cover. But and sunny, goodbye. To, to your point, to your point, Jen, about like, <laughs> boundaries and saying yes to things that you really want to say no to like weddings and birthdays and and like those types of things. I also think too, like being able to communicate the why behind why you're not going is so Mm. powerful. And number one, it it allows you to use your voice and like create a boundary for yourself, but it also mirrors to the other person Mm -hmm. why. So they're not in their head thinking you don't love me. You don't support me. What did I do? Like, you're such a jerk. Why didn't you come to my birthday? You know, so I'll use it. I'll use a real life example again, self-awareness, like whenever we have our mastermind meetups, Mm -hmm. it's a big energetic investment. You're around 45, 50 people. You're having really deep conversations. You're being stretched personally. So I know for me on the front end and the back end, I need more space in my calendar, right? Mm -hmm. For rest. And I had, uh, we had a mastermind meeting come up and one of my friends who for me personally, when I'm in her energy requires more energy from me, Mm -hmm. right? asked me to come for the weekend to stay with her. And I had to really sit in it. Like the immediate answer was no, but then of course you get in your head and you're like, oh, like I, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings or whatever. So I had to really sit in it. And then I had to explain to her why it was a no. Yeah. And I had to say, thank you so much for the invitation. I appreciate you. And mm-hmm. I have this thing coming up and it's going to require a lot of energy. So what would feel the best for me right now is to stay home and find another time where I can be fully present with you. Mm, So I'm communicating to her that if I say yes, I'm not gonna be fully present with you. And one of my core values and my friendships is to be present. So if I say yes to you, not only will I not be present with you and that will dishonor our friendship, but I won't be energized for me and that dishonors my needs, right? So just like being able to explain to someone like, hey, it's the first day of my period. I don't feel good. Like I need some self care. I'm, you know, I'm, so I'm going to not be at your baby shower, but I would love to spend some one-on-one time where we can connect and I can celebrate you in a place where I can feel. So I think like that helps the container so much because then the other person's not feeling like butthurt that you like dissed (laughs) them. When you get them permission to do the same. Like I remember the first time someone did like, did that for me, right? Not to me, for me. I was like, well, that's an interesting like feeling. feeling. Interesting. Like, I feel like I should be like judging you and hurt, but I'm like, but I well, can't. that was like super empowering. <laughs> yeah. And that was when, like when you had those moments, those gifts, I like to say, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you can do that. You yes. can say no to things and like share, like it's because you're being selfless, not selfish. Yes. And like, so in the end, it's like, it might trigger people. 
but just like I received that gift from whatever that was of like, oh no, like it's an option. It's an option. Like, and so it's, you really do give that person a gift. And if they're triggered and don't see the gift, right. Again, it kind of goes back to square one of like, okay, like noted that you don't understand that, which is cool. But in the end, like I'm all about like paying it forward, like tools like that. And so really like you're actually giving yourself a gift as well as a massive gift to them. They've never heard someone say that before. Yeah. Well, and you're getting out of the vibration of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And shame, which is like, hello. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love what Melissa said with, you know, saying if it's a no for that context but you still are interested in that relationship and yes. that connection saying like yeah. oh no, yeah because I with a new mm-hmm. friend last year got invited to like birthday party like out at a club and I'm like not at all this is yeah. a hard no hard no I'm in my 30s we don't I don't go club in like twice a year okay and right we crossed one off the list for the year <laughs> she's like I'm at my quota for the year 2021 put it on my calendar yeah. <laughs> but, but saying like and I literally said this to her oh like that sounds so much fun thank you for inviting me but I would love to like actually grab coffee with you directly so we can get to know each yeah. other not be at a loud bar yeah. with like a bunch of strangers where you're going to be like you know center of attention talking to tons of people and I'm be like oh, okay cool Bye. yeah you know yeah it's setting this it's yeah. it's being in control yeah. of your plans of your energy of, of all of it like like you don't have to say yes just because you were invited yeah. and, and then mm-hmm. and being able to say no I don't want to is also okay like that complete yeah. sentence yeah. if you're like oh shit now like I have to have really great answers if I want to get out of doing anything no like, it's just like no is no is no, no, a complete no, sentence no, yeah, no. Yeah. it's a complete no, thank sentence. you I don't I don't want to yeah. well, no thank you not nav- tonight when you're <laughs> navigating through tough stuff like let's just say you're navigating through the end of a relationship or you're starting a new business or you're getting ready to like transition to a new job, right? These things require so much energy from you. And so to be able to just say to someone like to commute again, to communicate, thank you for the invitation right now. My energy is focused on these three things. So I'm going to say no to this invitation because it doesn't align with where my values are at right now, or just doesn't align. Like I, I know for me recently, like I've had so many amazing people come into my life and want to collaborate and want to connect on calls. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to do all of those things. And my energy is put in other places right Mm -hmm. now. So like, like having to, how do you explain that to somebody without hurting their feelings? Like putting yourself back in a position of power, like to your point, Lauren, of like, it can still be just a no, but you can say it in a way like with love, like, thank you. And it's not in alignment right now. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's a no. And it can be scary when you first start doing that. Cause I remember when I first started doing that, I was like, I'm going to throw up because they're going to hate me. They're not going to be my friend anymore. Like all those old stories of people pleasing, of, you know, being abandoned by women or your girls growing up. And so it's like, you know, anyone listening, it's like, oh, cute, adorable. I'm glad you guys can do that. But like, it all took us work to be able to do that. Like you're not just born knowing how to like honor yourself because we all grew up with like, like doing the opposite. We're programmed to actually not say that. We're programmed to please people, to show up for people and to put others first. Like how many Mm -hmm. times do we hear like put other people first and feel bad and feel bad if you don't, you're selfish if you don't. And so anyone listening, like it's going to be like painful when you first do it and really uncomfortable, but it's a muscle and it's it's an unlearning and then a relearning, Mm -hmm. which allows you to serve both yourself and the other person Mm -hmm. like equally. Yeah. So if you're, if you're practicing or getting used to saying no as well and because obviously if, if somebody's inviting you to things and you keep saying no, like they, they likely are going to stop. So mm-hmm. even saying to them like, oh no, not right now because, or no, this week's a little, a little full for me. 
but please keep inviting me. I would really yes. love to do this. It just like right may now, not work not. all the time. So even putting that out there. So the other person is like, well, am I just like not getting the cues or what's going on? But like being mm-hmm. super clear with, yeah. with mm-hmm. the intention and desire for that, just not. Or now. not, or not. Like, or mm-hmm. like when you have those people where you like don't desire yes. for later. Yes, correct. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, do it, do it based based on what, like, how you want this person or these people in your life in the future. Like, I've said no, and we stopped getting invited to things, and I was like, yeah, that's good because I like (laughs) you guys are gym friends. You're not like I need to see you every single Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, friends. You know, and so, so just standing your ground and and really being true to yourself. So, once we have that, right? Like, once we're like, all right, I've got it. I'm true to myself. I'm like putting people in my life that are energetic match. Like people have their different roles, if you will, in my life. Then how the next part is how do we then open up to, to having friendships like this? Cause like we said a year ago, I know for mm-hmm. me personally, a year ago, I had maybe two, three friends that actually supported what I was doing in my growth personally, um, emotionally, spiritually in my business, you know, outside of my spouse. And then now I'm, I'm like, wow, everywhere I look, I've got someone for this, someone for that. And we can do trips like this. So then how do you, how can we help people not only now that we've got like say goodbye to the people who no longer serve me, how does something like this, like this beautiful, amazing friendship, how does it happen? Yeah. I mean, um, being for me, it's being the person just like manifesting your, your soulmate being the person that you expect to receive because you know where where your frequency is you're only going to get matching that so the moment that you bring someone in that's like unmatched and you're like oh interesting i did that like what about me brought in a low vibrational person so mm-hmm. present time it's like okay how do i expect other people energetically right for me to be a mirror to that so if that means you know, being, I want women around me that support me. Well, that means I need to support them. Mm -hmm. If I want only women around me that love me for me, I need to love them for them, like the shadows and their light Mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big one too, is like the shadow self of like, if, if you don't embrace your shadow self, which is like my jam, right? Like if you don't embrace your shadow self, you're only going to attract people who aren't embracing their shadow self, which means like, it's like wound city. And so like, literally like wound city. And so allowing yourself to say, okay, like if I don't, if I only want to attract women that embrace the light and the darkness, that I need to make sure that I do the work to embrace the light and the darkness. And you will only get those women around you. Can you go back really fast and, and explain just super quick what a shadow self is for people? Yeah, that's like your, like your, the little girl, like the, the, you know, you could even be like the slut, the, the brat, the, you know, the drama queen, the, uh, you know, jealous, uh, yeah, jealousy, all the things that we're told growing up to stifle and to not love about yourself. Um, because it was like icky, right? We were all grown up like, oh, you know, just put it aside, like, you know, shove it under the rug, Mm -hmm. which turns into disease, which turns into disease and, and so forth. And yeah, it's the pieces that we're told not to love. You actually are meant to love, like mm-hmm. meant to love, meant to heal, meant to get to the core, the core of it. Um, and never get rid of it because it'll never go, no, never go away. Um, but loving it, and then you'll get other people who also love their own wounds as a place from a gift, not a burden. Mm. I think there's also like a little bit of the story, right? So especially with women, we all hear, we definitely all heard, like it's hard to make friends as a woman, as an adult. And like, that's a story that we're telling ourselves. And so for me, it was kind of like taking ownership over that story and changing the narrative and not sitting in like a victim, but 
why does it have to be hard to mm-hmm. make friends as an adult? What if it was easy? And yeah. what would that look like? And can I change that? Yeah. And that goes back to what mm-hmm. you were saying before, just some like inner child or like past life stuff, things that have happened. And so I would actually love to ask the group, like, what is the work that we all talk about all the time? When you say like, mm-hmm. do the work, it's like, <laughs> can we give the listeners some tactical strategies on like, what is the work if you're working through past life stuff? Or if you are thinking about it's hard to make friends as an adult or it's awkward or mm. whatever that might look, look like. What is yeah. some of the work that we can give them? Mm. I go back and I, I really think like anytime these, these feelings come up of love when these trucks are going by, you guys, they can't hear them. I have the, I have the, 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 ear, the mic on. Um, so for me personally, it's like, it's like when those. So perfect. Um, it's as beautiful as it sounds minus the trucks you guys um <laughs> for me personally it's like it's it's understand like the past patterns if you will of like oh you feel jealous or you feel competitive or you feel um like you're not gonna fit in you know like I, I go back and I realize like wow that's that was that's a common theme that's come up from the time that I was five to the time that I was 15 to the time that I was 25 and I realized that that was the common theme and I literally go back and think to myself where did that originate from mm-hmm. and I and I go back to like the shadow of like yeah. the little girl Jen of like oh well I didn't feel like I fit in as a little girl because my parents divorced when I was five and I was the youngest girl in the neighborhood and my I was the top really and my feet were so big all <laughs> I was like why can I pull on men's basketball why do I keep kicking people I'm like, I'm like, can, I'm like wait, wait 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 I'm like home a men's basketball with your foot no no oh, <laughs> a story of Lauren's life right now I would love to hear where this originated from I'm just like she just comes in hot just like misunderstanding comes in hot and I'm like stop creating stories <laughs> We were talking about where have you been the past you were three talking days? About the feet. You know? Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I can. I don't know. I'll try. I was impressed. Uh, but like going back and understanding, like, wow, so that's been here since yeah. I was five. Yes. And just trying to understand. And then like what Taylor was saying is going mm-hmm. back and healing of like mm-hmm. time is is not linear within yourself. And like if I had those wounds when I was five, I have those wounds now and they're playing out. And if I don't actually recognize that you know jealousy or feeling like I don't fit in or feeling like what you said earlier Sam that I'm the odd one out Mm -hmm. if I don't go back and heal that and really do that that deep work around that then it's it's just going to keep playing itself over and over and over and over again and I I have to be responsible for going back and and healing that part of me and realizing that that was a story Mm -hmm. and that was something that was never mine that's like I just I just picked it up as a little girl and then rewriting what that story is going to be. And those mm-hmm. like shadow things, those like digging back and seeing like, okay, where did this start? Like, where did this seed get planted that I've like carried my yes. entire life? Those things don't have to be like massive traumatic events. Like yep. it could be like something very small of like in elementary so school, Barbie. Yeah, yes. raising yeah. your hand to say raising something and someone says, oh, that was a dumb answer. Yes. Like not a yep. big deal, but that sort of like tiny thing can get carried with you your whole life. So mm-hmm. these like the shadow work may not be always your most traumatic experience. Yep. Yeah. You know, it can be the little things too that you get to be like, oh, that was silly. And like, I get why little me carried on, carried that the, mm-hmm. my entire life. And yeah. we can also like say yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's, you're okay. You're safe. It's easy to say like, oh, that wasn't a big deal. And yeah. I'm always telling people there's no such thing as a too small or too big of a trauma. Mm-hmm. A trauma to a, a trauma is a trauma, especially to a child. 
And so when you're able to be like, oh no, that like that time when I didn't get a better of a sleepover, like that was the catalyst then mm-hmm. to then tons of more traumas mm-hmm. that just got worse and worse and worse. But in the end, it was that one yeah, little thing, but we're always again told, don't make it a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not that big of a deal, but yeah. really our little version is like, that was awful. Yeah. That ruined my life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was a really big deal. Yeah. It was a really big deal. So yeah. honoring it and loving those mm-hmm. big deals. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was more, okay, so when that whole, basically what these ladies just said, that self-reflection and all of that, then I, so I personally went into, so I, I did something drastic. I moved and I knew there's a whole nother story behind that. But basically when I was able to move and quote unquote, start over, I was in charge of designing my dream life. So mm-hmm. I now was able to be in charge of, okay, what type of woman do I want surrounding me? Yeah. What type of friends do I want? What type of relationship do I want with my significant other? Mm-hmm. And I was able to really plan out everything. So I really wrote down what I wanted to look like, mm-hmm. what I wanted to feel like. what. I, and when you write that down, which now five years later is turned into the manuscripting journal, I was able to manifest that in my yeah. life. And I was aware of like, what am I looking for? What am I, what's the energy that I want to feel? And then everyone that yeah. I would meet and everything, if they fit, awesome. If not, then keep moving on. I so. think that I, I love that you yeah. shared like the list, right? We all make our list, right? As women innately, like our dream job, our dream house, our dream partner, our dream career, like our dream friends. And to Taylor's point, you, you kind of touched on this earlier is like, you have to ask yourself, am I that? Like, am I the thing that I want to be? And it gives you an opportunity to look into like, okay, if I'm not that, if I'm the opposite of that, then that's what I'm going to attract into my relationship. So when you look at the relationships that you do have and the voids that are there, look inward and say, okay, am I that? And that's the pathway into doing, doing the work. And from a more like tactical, strategic standpoint, I was given this gift um, from one of my coaches coaches, it was a timeline exercise Mm. of like really going into traumas. And so she had me draw a line and from like birth Mm -hmm. until present moment, put hash marks of like major moments or things that happened in my life, even if they didn't think they were traumatic, but it was like, you know, switched schools at this age. And then my parents got divorced or lost my virginity or first boyfriend or like um, fight with my best friend, like just noticing those different hash marks and then going into each one Mm. and on a little bit of a deeper level and just like being curious curious about what was the impact what belief did I create out of that experience good or bad and noticing how from that perspective I've manifested and co-created the reality that I have in my life and when I think about female relationships and like okay you know how do okay we have this container you know we've met for this amazing mastermind how do we go deeper right how do we cultivate true friendship I believe that vulnerability is the pathway to connection. Mm. So being willing, being willing to be vulnerable in the presence of other women, even if you might quote unquote, get hurt or quote unquote, be betrayed, there's a lesson in it, right? There's an opportunity and there's um, like, it creates a safe space for other people to also feel vulnerable and you have to be willing, you just have to be willing to grow through that um, because then it helps you see, okay, in this situation, okay, I was vulnerable. I left myself open to being hurt, but what, what was the lesson for me in that relationship? Where was I not vocal enough with my boundaries? Where did I allow this person to gossip or what, what energy did I allow in? It's like same thing in like romantic relationships of like, 
we have our checklist and then this person comes along and we're like high on endorphins and we actually throw the checklist out the window. Mm-hmm. We're like, but they're so great. And then the yep. things that, <laughs> the things that were deal breakers the were there up. from the beginning, yep. but we just chose not to look at them. Right. Yep. And then we get our hearts broken. So yeah. it's the same, it's the same in female yeah. relationships. Yeah. 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 I, I would love to hear, like, I love that, like the embodiment of who do you need to become, right. Mm. To attract that woman. But now I hear a lot from people, well, I just don't live in an area where there's like mm. conscious women. I don't live, I live, you know, in a food desert, i.e. in the middle of nowhere where there's no healthy food, no healthy women. And so I'd love to hear from you guys on what are actionable steps that people can do to now get in the, like, yeah. they're like, okay, check off. I did the shadow work. I, I'm embodying who I want to attract. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now what, yeah. what do I do? And you know, I'll, I'll start with my answer is, is especially with Instagram, like reach out to people that yeah. you're inspired by. Like literally people are always scared to be like rejected. Right. Which hello gift. Like I'm like the trigger queen. The moment if you're like, <laughs> I don't want to reach out to this person because they reject me. Great. Why am I being rejected? Like, why do I have that fear? Yes. Breathe through that. And then reach out, like, but do it. Otherwise, you can't sit around and bitch about, I just don't have any friends because they're not around me, i.e. I'm avoiding actually putting myself out there and getting rejected. So, like, my tangible tool is literally DM people. Like, send them a voice message. Don't just, like, text them. Send them a voice message or a video. Like, hey, girl, I love what you're doing. It's so much fun. I would love to get on a call with you to learn more about who you are and to maybe be besties. Because, like, I'm down for a new bestie. How about you? Yeah. And people love that. People yeah. Yeah. They love Literally it. They don't think it's weird. Turn. And if they think it's weird, that's, that's their that's issue. Yeah. 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 Their own journaling they <laughs> yeah. got to do. I, um, yeah. yeah. I think as we're, like, going into these answers, too, it'd be good for everyone who's listening to know that, like, we all are in different areas. Yeah, we don't live in New York. We're all over the freaking country. I think only Sam and I live in L.A., and then Melissa's not too far from us. But, like... We're all like most of our friendship is virtual, and then mm-hmm. these like drop-ins, like all of it. Well, mm-hmm. more regularly now with everything, yeah. but um, yeah. So we are all over sure. the freaking map, literally. And so, like yeah. being in close proximity physically does not have to be a barrier. No, we're we're an an it's, it's not. Yeah, we're an excuse. Not, not yeah. Yeah. at all. No, no, not with social media. And to yeah. give one step before Taylor, so before yeah. you even slide into the DM be conscious of like, who are you following? Yeah. Who, yeah. Be aware of what you're consuming because the people that make you feel low vibration and the things that make you feel poorly about yourself and yes, do the work, but also you don't have to be following those people. Yeah. So yeah. find the people that do uplift you, find the people that Say do what? inspire you and like choose to follow them or mute the other people. And I think if you don't mute people on Instagram, like here's a Oof. tip for you, yeah. mute people because we do have those people, again, maybe it's from high school or college and you don't want to unfollow them because you want to be supportive of them and you don't want them to maybe get upset with you. So you can mute them. Um, but being conscious of like, what are you consuming and who are you, who are you surrounding yourself with? And then know that it's okay. You can reach out to those people. And then of course, for me, the next step is get in the room. Yeah. Get in the room. room. I pay to be in the room and I have no problem saying that. And I've had a lot of flack from people that tell me I pay for my friends and well, I'm paying for you guys. I'm very happy sitting here in Tulum. Best return on my ROI ever. Yeah. You guys are expensive friends. (laughs) No, I, I, I agree. I'm, I actually have been going on a massive, like on, like I've unfollowed like about 2000 people on Instagram the past few weeks. And it's the best feeling ever. Cause I'm like, Oh no, you don't serve me anymore. You don't serve me. And like, I I don't, I don't care if you're, if you're worried about that, you just like, Mm -hmm. you don't, you don't serve me. Um, and so there's that. And then there's also same like getting in the room. I just did a post on this yesterday 
yesterday about like, or no, that was this morning about like all of the investments that I've made in myself. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't make those investments, number one, my business wouldn't be where it's at. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the the human that I am, mm-hmm. but then I wouldn't have this, this group right here. Like I wouldn't have this group and then all of the other friends that I, that I get to have. So it is getting in the room. However, I've gotten in a few rooms and it took me probably to my third room to actually be like, oh shit, I have to actually do something once mm-hmm. I get in the room. Like, out there. Okay. So I'm here like, <laughs> no, I'm not just a magnet. You're not going to just come to me. Like, what the hell is that all about? But then it's like, okay, so let me, let me connect with these people and let me see, like, does it, is this a good conversation? Do I like this? Are we, do we have something similar and, and don't get shiny object syndrome of like, oh my God, well, you have 50,000 followers and I don't it's like, you must be someone that I need in my life. It's like, no, mm-hmm. connect with the human beings at right. a human level. And then you can worry about business later. Like I think a lot of times, at least mm-hmm. with people who are listening to my podcast that are, you guys are entrepreneurs is that we want to be like, Oh, well you're, you're here in business. I'm here in business. This should be good for business. Mm-hmm. No, we're, you guys we're human beings first. Mm-hmm. And so connecting that human being level and have those conversations, have those deeper conversations. Melissa's going to make a freebie. She doesn't know this yet about, about how to have good conversations with people. She's queen. Yeah. yeah, you need to do an Instagram okay. post on there because I need it too. Um, but having those real like yeah. conversations and then connecting outside of those events and letting those blossom into into a friendship. Mm-hmm. Well, when you follow that like shiny object and you're kind of out of alignment, you end up finding yourself in the quote wrong rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're following yeah. that, you're in like the room yeah. that isn't best serving for you. So sometimes it does take getting into yeah. a couple rooms. You might be in the to wrong the one or one. Yeah, or you're yeah. not ready, you're not ready yourself yeah. to to show yourself. And yeah. Then, yeah, it comes down to a willingness to do to actually like there ha- like sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Rewind. It comes down to a willingness to want to grow and evolve, like a recognition that, okay, I'm in a place right now where the women in my life aren't exactly, I'm not getting exactly what I want or need. So I, one, have to do my own work and two, a willingness to go out and find them. And, you know, I was living in a town of 5,000 people in upstate New York, like Whole Foods was an hour away. Target was 30 minutes away, like very, very isolated. And I fell down into this trap too of like, no one around here understands me. None of these, these aren't my people. And one that was not true. Like looking for proof that the thing that I want exists was huge. And I actually started to find like-minded women within my community. But to your point, Jess, it was getting on an airplane, going to an event, you know, it's like a niche exercise. Like if for anybody out there that's in business, or even if you're not in business, Google, how do I know my niche? Like in business, N-I-C-H-E, niche. And the same- I think it's niche. Niche, niche, It can go Fucking both ways. tomato, tomato. Do you know what ways. I'm talking about? Yes, okay, thanks. Anyway, my, my point is-, is that you go through this exercise of finding massive clarity on like who your ideal client is. You could do the same thing with your ideal bestie. What are her value systems? Like, mm. what is she interested in? What type of extracurricular activities is she doing? So if you know that your bestie is into personal development, she's really into fitness. She loves to hike and bike. Like she's into networking. She's probably not going to be at a bar mm. on a Saturday night. Right. Yeah. So go join your local CrossFit gym or, you know, go to a networking event. Like, mm. even if you don't have a business, you're going to meet the type of person mm. that you want to be around. So getting in the room yeah. is yeah. like, and meet up, like meetup.com. Meet meet I don't know like, if it exists anymore, I think Bumble actually yeah. has some There's things that like, I used to go to meetups all the time when yeah. I first moved to Washington to DC and I met so many people no longer yeah. like in my life, but like, it was great. It served me in that moment. And you can start your own 
like meet up literally for like 20 bucks. You actually be the person in your teeny tiny town. You'll be shocked on like it's not all about you. You're not the only one. If it doesn't exist, create it. That right there, it's like, it's that like, cause I know someone's like, oh my God, I could never going back to who is the woman that you need to become in order to attract those people. Cause I'll tell you guys, when Mm -hmm. I first started getting in the rooms, I wanted to shit my pants getting in the rooms. Like I was, I seriously, I was like in the hotel, like, oh, shouldn't have signed up for this. Like, I think this was a mistake. Like my my house is a lot more safe and comfortable than this. Mm -hmm. It wasn't comfortable. And so like starting a meetup, Yep. not comfortable joining a mastermind number one making the the actual financial investment number two showing up yeah. to it yeah. not comfortable but like that's how we grow we yes, don't gross. grow yeah. in our comfort right. and so those of you who are like oh this doesn't feel good well then go back to step one and go back and do the the inner work around why doesn't this feel comfortable and then mm-hmm. take those leaps anyway because none of us were like oh yeah this is great i'm just gonna yeah. walk into this room and meet all my Love best it. friends yeah. like this is why i'm here it doesn't feel comfortable. And that's that's really actually your indicator of this is exactly where I need to be and this is exactly yeah. what I need to do moving forward. So if it's sending the DM, if it's joining the mastermind, if it's doing something in your hometown, if your gut is telling you to do it, you congratulations. Or poop your pants, and, you're going the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> it's time to do it. We were talking about conversation topics and stuff like that and things that can, because I know so many people like hate networking events and like that sort of thing. Um, but having a few good questions in your back pocket to ask new people that you meet, you know, that are going to elicit a thoughtful conversation, not just like, Oh, Hey, what do you do? The worst question ever. You know, like, 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 I love, I love asking people like, what's, what's something in your life right now that you're super excited about? Cause you get somebody talking about something they love and you get to see that excitement and like, they're going to feel good talking to you yes. about that. I like, what's your biggest fear? Ooh, Taylor. Yes. Taylor's like, Taylor, open. Hi, my name's Taylor. What's your biggest fear? What would you not tell a stranger that you would be terrified to tell a stranger? I love it. I love it. I love it. And they're like, oh my God. I love asking, what are you celebrating right now? Yeah, yeah you do. That's, so a go, that's your go-to. I like butter them up first. And then okay, and what are you terrified? I'm like, let's cry. Let's cry. When's the last time you cried? Like with that, it's like you can't expect to have like a real authentic deep connection if you're not willing to have real authentic go right there. deep conversation. Yeah. Go right there. Yeah. 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 Let's just go yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's um that's that's really about it. Yeah. That's and you can check the them off the list if they don't meet you there yeah. in that deep conversation. Yeah. It's like, oh no, did okay, we're gonna okay. talk about the weather and then I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and you still have those like you can still have a relationship with those people. You sure. know, you like you should be building if you want to go like legit strategies, tactical side of like, you should have a relationship capital. You yes. should know a lot of different people to, ha- you know, to, yeah. to expand your network. However, when you're really trying to find those deep, authentic, like real friendships, that's really, yeah. that's what it takes. Yeah. And you can Google conversation starters, by the way. Yeah. Just, I mean, we just DM Melissa. Like, yeah. 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 Add the Melissa Martin, slide in there, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be your bestie. She'll get you know, like questions. seriously, like you can just Google yeah. it. Like, like I, I think people forget that YouTube and Google exist and like, mm. you can get a fucking master's degree by YouTubing things. But there's like a so box. Like, it's called, I got it as a gift for something. I oh yeah. Oh, about, we, got it, we got it at event lunch. Yes. And I took like, it to my like, retreat, yeah. like at dinner, we, they'd all be upside, like upside down. Conversation yes. Yes. And they'd have to flip it over, mm. ask the question, and then each person would answer it. The next person would mm. go. Yeah. They'd answer. There's like an actual thing. It's called like, yeah, conversation cube. I think or something so. Like that. Yeah. Or you wait. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, and pulling out. Literally keeping your purse. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hello, yeah. stranger. Ask yes. me this question. Yeah. Or wait until um, light pink drink comes out and yeah, start to, yeah. to buy that because yeah. The yeah, they're right on the cans. Yeah. Lori Harder is the ultimate like curator. Oh, Tribe Called Bliss. If you yeah. need a yeah. book, get Lori's mm-hmm. book That's on how to oh, cultivate yeah. deep relationships with women. There Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Love it. I love it. Yeah, that's it, you guys. That's how we. That's how we're here. That's how we, we found each other. We've we've all connected. We've grown and we've been open and we've done that deep work to really be able to have a real, real connections. And there's intention yeah. behind it. We, yeah. we so make intentional time to do trips together, to connect, to hop on Zoom, yeah. to support each other, to check in. Like yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, this this trip looks like paradise and it's amazing. And it is. However, I'm in the middle of selling my house with my husband. I'm in the middle of, of packing up our home and, and mm-hmm. moving into an RV, as are you. And, Same. you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's this, there's never the perfect time for the trip or the perfect it. time it's for the Zoom call, but it's you not- luck it's not like it's, it's intentional work and we continue to do the work also because yes. you said like we did the work we're still it doesn't doing ever, work. yeah it yeah. Ever no. yeah that's a lot of our conversation actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that's it i love so, it so be it so um you guys can follow all of us down below all of our grams are down there some of our text lists no, our texting numbers are down there mm-hmm. um so go find us and we're all just sending you all the love and all the vibes because if you long for and you really are, are searching, if you will, for something like this, then it's right around the corner. So yeah. do the work, put yourself yeah. in the rooms, have the conversations, have, make the connections, and we're excited to watch you find your your tribe and your Thanks. people. Thanks for hanging out with Thanks us, man. Guys. So fun. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I think it's only fitting that we say adios. 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 Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.